Welcome to the SportsCapping.com podcast with free handicapping advice, odds insights, picks, and predictions to help you beat the sports book. And now your hosts, Jack Jones and Brandon Lee. You're listening to the weekly free pick podcast here at SportsCapping.com. I'm your host, Jack Jones. I've been giving out two free picks each weekend since week one of the NFL season. Uh, one in the NFL, one in college football. I've gone 18-7-1 for 72% winners with these uh, this year. So if you're a new listener, listener you've really missed out. Uh, but congrats to those who've tuned in for every podcast this season. Uh, fellow handicapper Brandon Lee, uh, he's been nice enough to join me for all 13 previous podcasts. He's going to be back with me again this week. Uh, we're, he- we're looking ahead to week 14 NFL. Brandon, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Um, you know, excited for all these bowl matches that have just came out and, you know, grinding out the final few weeks of the NFL season and uh, getting going on basketball. So it's a good time of year. Oh, yeah. Christmas coming up soon, too. Uh, can't beat it. Uh, Brandon and I are combined 28, 21, and 3 on these free picks this year. Uh, after back-to-back three-in-one weeks, we settled for two-and-two two last week. We went 0-2 in college football. I lost with San Diego State, uh, minus four-and-a-half. They only won by three over Air Force for a narrow miss there. Brandon had Temple plus six in an 11-point loss to Houston. They had, had their chances there in the fourth quarter, but couldn't quite get within six. Uh, we came back with a 2-0 and uh, NFL Sunday, though. Isn't that right? Yeah, uh, definitely a big Sunday for us. I, you know, d- d- didn't want to have a losing weekend, so cashing in uh, both those plays. I, you know, I had the Chiefs um, minus two and a half against the Raiders in an easy win, and yeah, you had a great call on the 49ers plus seven and an outright win uh, over the Bears. Yeah, uh, our NFL has been great. Uh, it, was, it was actually our third straight two and zero Sunday, um, so we're six and zero in the NFL the last three weeks. Um, with college football coming our regular season coming to a close. Uh, we won't have the four free picks we normally do for you guys this week. We'll, we'll only be giving out one NFL free pick each. Then we'll be back next week with a couple uh, free picks in the first weekend of the bowl games. Um, so be on the lookout for that podcast next week. Uh, all right, let's get into the NFL free picks this week. Brandon Brandon's actually nailed four straight NFL free pick winners. Uh, he's going for number five in a row this week. Brandon, who do you like in uh, week 14? Yeah, I'm going to go with a little primetime action here. I'm going to take the New England Patriots minus three uh, on the road against the Houston Texans on Sunday night football. Um, Yeah, I know this is the public side and being on the public side um, in a game like this uh, won't get you a lot of winners over the long run. Um, But I just don't see the Patriots losing three straight um, considering they hadn't lost back-to-back games in almost three years. Um, I know it doesn't look good regardless of how you lose um, when you get beat by a team at home uh, who had been outscored in their previous two games, 31 to 90. Um, But I, I just feel that loss to the Eagles was a, was a joke. Um, Just an aberration of just, you know, one game that just completely went the wrong way. Uh, Philadelphia scored 35 unanswered points after falling behind 14 to nothing. And during this stretch, had three straight non-offensive scores. Um, they blocked a punt and returned it for a touchdown. A ninety had a ninety-nine yard interception return, and then a sixty-three yard punt return. Um, you look at the stats for the game. New England dominated. Um, 
on both sides of the ball. Uh, they outgained the Eagles by 179 yards, um, had 27 to 15 first downs. Um, I, I know the Patriots have been hit hard with injuries of late, and that has definitely played a role in their back-to-back losses. Um, but it's it's not like this offense can't move the football, um, as and especially as long as Tom Brady's at quarterback. Uh, they had 433 yards on the road against an elite Denver defense, and then 427 more yards last week against the Eagles. Um, you know, as good as the Texans have been playing defensively um, over there, you know recent surge you know i just don't see them keeping it going here and being able to stop um brady enough um for their offense to make up the difference here and keep this game close um you know speaking of the texans just don't have a very good offense in my opinion and it's you really see it if you watch this team you know they rank 11th in total offense um, but are just 22nd in scoring and, and those stats are very skewed uh, this team was behind in a lot of games early in the season and really racked up a ton of garbage uh, yards and points um, that, that make them look better on paper than what they really are um, yeah, this is an offense that only scored 24 points against the Saints, um, who, as many of you know, has been historically bad on defense here of late. Um, and that was with the Texans scoring 14 points right out of the gate in the first quarter. Um, in the last five games for New Orleans, that's the only time that they've allowed fewer than 34 points. And uh, three of the four, they gave up over 40. So I just really think that speaks volumes to just how mediocre and and bad this Texans offense is. Um, an interesting thing here that I, I, you know, I, I don't know how much it has to play it come into play, but I do think it, it there is some advantage here. Um, the, the Houston Texans head coach Bill O'Brien, um, he they run his offense here. Um, he's the former offensive coordinator under Belichick in the Patriots. Romeo Cornell, uh, Houston's defensive coordinator, made his name as a defensive coordinator under Belichick in the Patriots. Texans starting quarterback Brian Hoyer uh, was drafted by New England, so they're very familiar with him. Uh, no team prepares for an opponent like New England does. Um, so this, just to me, there's just some advantage here. They're going to know some of the tendencies and what these guys like to do on both sides of the ball. Um, and it, what it really comes down here to me is I'll take my chances um, with Brady and Belichick avoiding three straight losses, um, laying le- a field goal or less in a nationally televised game uh, every time I get that opportunity. Yeah, I'm with you here. Uh, I can't see him losing three in a row either, uh, especially when they're 35 and 16 um, in the last uh, against the spread in their last 51 games following a loss. So they've proven over, time and time again uh, they're, they're great at bouncing back and you know that game was a fluke against the Eagles with the three non-offensive touchdowns, and uh, the Texans have won four of their last five, uh, but they've really feasted on a pretty easy schedule during that time. Um, and the Texans, uh, I think the Texas play, Texans playing well right now, coupled with the Patriots losing two in a row, is keeping this line lower than it should be. I think if if you see a 12 and 0 Patriots team coming in here. Um, They'd be favored by close to a touchdown. They really could easily be 12 and 0 with, you know, they they had the late lead blown against the Broncos and you know that 14 and 0 lead quickly evaporated with those crazy touchdowns by the Eagles last week. Um, and I, I think you just look at the numbers and the Patriots are are the superior team. Uh, they averaged 6.2 yards per play on offense. 
give up 5.4 yards per play on defense. So they're outgaining teams by 8.8 yards per play. Um, the Texans only average 5.2 yards per play on offense. They give up 5.5 on defense. They do have a good defense, but they're still getting outgained by uh, 0.3 yards per play. Uh, I know those numbers are tiny, but over the course of a game, they really add up, and and, and the Patriots are by far the better team. Uh, they they also are 5-1 and one all-time against Houston, and their only loss came in week, week 16 of 2010 when they were resting their starters. You throw that game out, the Patriots are 5-0 and um, against the Texans, winning by 16 points a game. Um, I think New England will get back on track in a big way this week as well. Yeah, a few other things I wanted to throw in here. Um, you, you have New England uh, playing to clinch the division, the NFC, or the AFC East. Um, they're also uh, right in the thick of things for the number one seed, tied with both uh, Cincinnati and Denver. Um, you know that's something that they desperately want. And, and there's an outside chance Rob Gronkowski gets back for this game, and it doesn't look great. Um, but you know, if he does play, that's just an added bonus here for New England. Yeah, I don't think. Even, even if he doesn't, you're right. I mean, you named, nailed their uh, yardage totals the last two games uh, have been pretty great even without him. So uh, I think they'll be just fine either way. Uh, yeah, and uh, this is a game I could definitely see going over three. So um, especially with New England being such a public team and this being the Sunday night game, I would not see be surprised to see this jump to three and a half. So if you like the Patriots, get on it early. I expect the same thing, man. Uh I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans plus seven at the New York Jets this week. Uh, I think because the Jets are in the playoff hunt and the Titans are not, I think this line is too high because of that. But contrary to popular belief, teams don't always pack it in when they're not in the playoff hunt. And the Titans really have showed up every week this season. I see no reason they won't this week. Um, they're better than a 3-9 and nine record, in my opinion. Uh, five of their nine losses have come by six points or less. They've had four losses by three points or fewer. Um, they were finally rewarded last week for sticking with it. Uh, they beat the Jaguars 42-39 to 39 at home. They outgained them by 84 yards. The offense was awesome. Uh, racked up 467 yards. Marcus Mariota was unstoppable uh he had three touchdown passes 268 passing yards he also rushed for 112 yards in the touchdown um i just don't think the jets right now are playing well enough to uh warrant being a seven point favorite they've lost three of their last four two of their three wins came by five points or less they had a five point home win over the jaguars where they were out gained by 146 yards and then they had to erase a 10 point fourth quarter deficit last week to beat the giants in overtime uh, the Titans' defense, I think, is what makes them underrated. They're eighth in the NFL in total defense. Uh, the Jets uh, have been known for the running game, but they've been held to 90 or fewer rushing yards in five of their last seven games. So they've had to rely a lot more on Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, the Titans do have a good pass rush uh, and are good against the pass. They're ninth in the NFL against the pass. Um, they've been playing their best football on the road, too. Two of their three wins have come on the road. They're actually outgaining teams by 33 yards per game on the road. Uh, I just think this team's good enough to stay within seven of the Jets on Sunday. I won't be touching this one, um, uh, especially, I mean, I know last week you were spot on with the 49ers plus seven in a spot where I didn't think that they would show up. Um, the, and I, first off, I want to give uh, some congrats to Tennessee for ending an 11-game home losing streak, which is uh, pretty tough to do in the NFL. Um, you know, I, I know the Jets aren't an elite team, um, but I just have a bad, hard time taking bad teams on the road with nothing to play for. Um, three of the four Jets, 
three of the four Jets wins at home this year have come by at least 14 points, um, including an 18-point win in their last home game against the Dolphins. Um, I, I know the Titans have had some close losses and are probably better than um, their record. Um, but one of the big concerns I have with Tennessee, and it doesn't get a lot of talk, is how easy their schedule has been. Um, going into this week, the Titans have played one team with a winning record this year, and that was the Panthers, who they lost to at home by 17 points. Um, I definitely see the value we're talking about, as I don't think the Jets should be a seven-point favorite over most teams in the NFL, um, even at home, um, but I'm going to stay away. Good points on the Titans. They have played an easy schedule. Um, and the Jets have rolled at home a lot this year, but <laughs> I just like I like I like catching a touchdown in the NFL quite a bit. Definitely. And, and you were spot on with it last week and uh, you know they are coming off a win, so maybe they keep it going here and um, you know, I, I could definitely see the Jets winning by just a field goal or yeah, something. I definitely believe the Jets will be a popular teaser play this week for sure. Um all right, we're, we're going to go with the Patriots and Titans as we look for our fourth straight 2-0 sweep in the NFL. Uh, we give out a bonus NFL teaser each week. Um, we're on a nice run on these 3-1 uh, and one the last two weeks between us on these teasers. Brandon, what's your teaser this weekend? Well, you were spot on uh, with the first one. It's the uh, Jets minus 1.5, and, and I'm going to pair that up with the Packers minus 1.5. Yeah, I definitely like the Packers to... to to not lose to the Cowboys at home there. Uh, I'm going to go with your free pick, too, as well. I'm going to take the Patriots. From, I'm going to do a three-team 10-pointer. I'm going to go with the Patriots plus seven at the Texans, Steelers plus 13 at the Bengals, and then the Falcons plus 17.5 at the Panthers. Uh, Brandon, I got a bonus exercise for you this week. Uh, we talk a lot about undervalued and overvalued teams on these podcasts. Uh, what's, what's one undervalued team you think would be a – would be great to back over the final four weeks of the season. I know I'm going against them in my teaser, but I think the Dallas Cowboys are uh, worth a look the rest of the way. Um, they finally got the monkey off the back um, and were able to win a game without Tony Romo um, and did so on the road against a Redskins team that have been playing pretty well here of late. Um, Dallas runs the ball well. Um, they their, their defense is better than it gets credit for. Um, they're catching a big number this week at Green Bay, which I wouldn't be surprised if they cover. Uh, then they get the Jets at home um, and close out with the Bills and Redskins. Yeah, I could see them easily going three and one against the spread, if not four and zero, because they're just not going to get a lot of love without Romo. Yeah, there's not going to be a lot of people that are going to want to back them without Romo. That's for sure. I like that. I like that pick. Uh, my mine's the same as my free pick. I I think the Titans uh, down the stretch will be pretty good with. Mariota just getting better with, with each game and uh, that defense being pretty pretty underrated. Um, what's your uh, overvalued team? You think uh, that if you fade the last four weeks, you'll make some money? Uh, this one I had a little tough time with, um, but I, I'm going to take the Minnesota Vikings. Um, you know, this is a team that took advantage of a pretty favorable schedule to start the year um, and has not been able to deliver in two huge matchups at home. Um, losing um, by or 13 to 30 uh, to Green Bay, and then last week in a game I really thought they were going to play well in, um, just getting annihilated by the Seahawks, 38 to seven. They have to go on the road here Thursday 
um, take on a Cardinals team. Um, then they have the Bears, Giants, and Packers, um, three quality opponents down the stretch. This is a team that has been a cover machine to start the year, and rarely do these teams continue that over um, the entire season. Um, and they're they're starting to rack up some injuries. Um, those that get a listen to this, I mean, they're missing a lot of players on defense against a pretty explosive Cardinals team. I'd be really surprised if they keep that game close. Yeah, I like that pick, man. Uh, definitely like that pick. Uh, that, that, I was, you know, I was between kind of them, the Bengals and the Panthers, but I'm going to go with the obvious one here and say the Panthers because they're 12-0. and um, You know, a lot of people are, people love to back 12-0 and teams or teams that with, with great records this, this late in the year. And I, they're, you know, they didn't cover against the Saints last week and now they're laying seven and a half against the Falcons this week. I just think they're going to be some big, big favorites the rest of the way. And uh, I also like the fact that they all they basically have a first round bye locked up and might have home field advantage locked up here pretty soon too so uh they might start looking looking ahead to the finish line uh, yeah i definitely agree with you on that one uh this this you just it's hard to believe the panthers will go 16 and now and if they lose one game um you know then i i just see that mentality dropping off considering that you know they've already pretty much locked up uh, the division and at least a first round buy. Yeah, there could be a little snowball effect there if they lose one game. I mean, they right? Might yeah. lose, they might not lose another game. Uh, all right, that that pretty much wraps up this week's podcast. Head on over to sportscapping.com, get a premium package from one of us today. Uh, find one that gets you our NFL picks this weekend. I, I think a three day pass on Saturday um, get you through Monday. I think that's the perfect, uh, package for, for everyone. Uh, right now I'm looking forward to talking bowl games with you next week. Yeah. I've really been diving into these matchups, uh, trying to find some advantages and, you know, who has the motivation and, uh, hopefully we can provide the listeners with a lot of winners this year. Yeah. After, uh, writing some articles this, these, this week and next week, uh, I think we'll, we'll both have a, a lot better grasp on it and we'll be able to to provide you guys with some really good information next week and some free winners. So, all right, have a good one, Brandon. Yep, you too, man. Best of luck to you this weekend. You too. Take care. See ya. Thanks for listening to the sportscapping.com podcast. For more free picks and predictions, be sure to visit us at sportscapping.com.